Hello, my name is Keaton Wild, and I decided to start a podcast. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I've always had a knack for storytelling, and so this podcast in particular is a story is uh, a compilation of all the different stories that I have come up with ever since I was a little kid, um, playing imaginary games in the backyard, and growing up, and um, you know, participating in writing and reading and just expanding my imagination. And so I'm going to share my imagination with all of you and start with some stories. I still haven't decided on what I want my podcast to be called. Um, That will be a process. I have a few ideas um, of what I'd like to do, but I still have not decided um, on uh, a name. But this will just be an introduction to what I'd like to do on this podcast and what I'd like to uh, accomplish. Ever since I was a little kid, I've always loved the stories I've read in the books um, and in the movies. and I've just always felt a connection to storytelling. And when I was in high school, I found I had a knack for entertaining a group of people with the stories I told. Uh, fiction and non-fiction. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, I've had amazing dreams and um, with extreme details, such as names and faces that I could remember. And they always seemed to, to call out to me. And I probably drove my, my parents crazy with the countless stories of dreams and, and narrations that honestly did not always make sense. But as I grew up, I, I became better at explaining what my, my mind was thinking. And overall, it was just kind of a, a slow growth into who I am now. And so these stories are, of course, just stories. But uh, they're a little bit of who I am and what I'd like to become. And so that's what I'll be sharing with you today. So let's get right into it. I'm going to just share a little story that um, is actually true. This actually happened to me. Uh, Some of the stories that I'm going to share are going to be true, but most of them are going to be uh, fictional stories that I find fascinating and that others, uh, these have been tested, of course, Um, (laughs) but these stories are um, interesting to me and hopefully will be interesting to you. But first I'll share a story from my life from high school. Um, yeah, I know everyone's kind of sick of hearing high school stories, but this one is in particular is kind of interesting, at least in my point of view. I think that uh, this moment in my life was a uh, defining characteristic in my life. Uh, one of those moments that you really never can forget. Um, and it is funny. So sit back, relax, and let me tell you this story of when I was a sophomore in high school. Now, when I was in junior high, I I went to a different junior high than everybody else in my high school. Uh, Nobody else uh, really knew who I was. Um, They didn't really, uh, you know, understand my quirks or whatever it was. So I was a little worried about uh, making new friends, but uh, it worked out pretty well, and I made a lot of new friends. And the people that I met were um, amazing and great, and of course, I wanted to keep them. Uh, (laughs) I didn't want to lose any of my friends. And so at the end of the year, um, we were talking about doing stuff together and it just so happened to be kindergarten day. Uh, kindergarten day is when, uh, at our school, we would have all sorts of different people come to our, or different kindergartners come to our school and 
like just oogle at us, you know, watch us uh, entertain them and and do all different sorts of things. Let them tour the the high school. Uh, they just kind of gawked at us, like you know, warriors coming back from a strange and mysterious battle. <laughs> they thought we were so interesting, and in all reality, we were just bored out of our minds, saying like, "Hey, no, don't come. It's not cool." Uh, <laughs> but anyways, we it was all this kind of long. Uh, tedious day, but me and my friends were joking around, and it, uh, during recess there, or during the common room, uh, we had recess activities. Um, so yeah, I guess it was kind of recess. <laughs> the but there was like uh, four square uh, hopscotch, uh, all sorts of different activities, uh, and the one that stuck out to me was uh, jump rope. When I was a little kid, I used to be really, really good at jump roping. Uh, I still am really good at jump roping, though I have uh, uh, ceased to do so um, for many reasons, and one of which is this story. Uh, this dump jump rope wasn't just any jump rope, though. This was double dutch, which is when two jump ropes are going in opposite directions, and somebody has to jump in as the ropes are going. And it's actually really, really fun, and if you get uh, enough practice in, you can get pretty good at it. And when I was in elementary school in third grade, we had one of our math teachers teach us how to do it, and that got pretty good. And so I thought I would mention this to my friends, and I said to my friend Lauren, Hey, I know how to do that. And she looks at me and says, no, you don't. And I don't know how many of my viewers or whoever is going to be listening is a girl, but fun fact about guys, um, if you tell them they can't do something, the very first thing they want to do is do that thing. So, of course, I get all macho and say, oh, yeah, and I, <laughs> and I get over there and I tap on the girl's shoulder and she looks at me like, this is for the kids, you know, and I just explain the situation and she perks up and lets me do it because uh, she thinks, oh, great, a kid is going to embarrass himself. And that's what ended up happening. But um, before I get ahead of myself, uh, as I jump in uh, to this spot, and by the way, I jumped in perfectly. I would have kept on going. But as I was jumping, this all happened in a matter of three seconds. As I jumped in, I heard a noise, the noise of the crack of a baseball bat. You know, those moments where you can just recognize a sound, and I knew it was a baseball bat or a ball getting hit just right by a baseball bat. And I thought, wow, some kid got a home run. Good for them. But then uh, the seconds after, or moments after, less than seconds, I felt a, a pain in my ankle, and the next thought was, man, I just got hit by a baseball. What is my luck, you know? Just this pain in my ankle. And I thought nothing of it. I thought I'd just keep going, you know, it wasn't too bad. And I went to go, and then I landed, and I went to jump again. And what do you know? I just kind of jerk. Nothing happens. I just stand there. And my friend laughs at me because she thinks I've messed up. Uh, and the girls are laughing. Pretty much everybody's laughing. And I think it's kind of funny too. But all of a sudden, I'm on the ground. And it's not funny anymore because I don't know why I'm on the ground. That's not how you jump rope. If you haven't done it before or it's been a while, that's probably not how you do it. And so I think something's wrong here. So I decided to take self-inventory. And I start in my head. I go head, shoulders, knees, and toes. You know the, you know the order. But anyways, as I get to my knee, on my left knee, my big toe was touching the back of my knee. Um, my leg had completely broken when I was jump roping. 
Now, like I said, this is a 100% true story. Crazy, but true. And just my luck, to be honest. So the, <laughs> the crazy part of this story uh, is as follows. And I'm now on the ground, and I think there's no way this is actually happening. This has to be a dream. So I immediately fall into shock, and I try to stay calm, of course. And I look at my friend Lauren, and with the most deadpan, serious expression on my face, I look at her and I say, Lauren, my leg is broken. Call an ambulance. <laughs> and she laughs at me, thinking that I'm joking, and I'm not. I was dead serious, but she thought I was joking because that's the kind of guy I am. I joke. Well, she's laughing her head off until she sees my leg, and she nearly passes out. Her face goes as white as a ghost, and I think, man, they're going to have to shove two of us in this ambulance if anybody does end up calling. Well, she runs off. I don't know where she goes. And now the crowd is swarming in. I am surrounded by kindergartners, high school girls, high school guys, everyone you could possibly not want to witness you breaking your leg was there. Uh, <laughs> it was humiliating. And there was there's different types of people there. There was the type of girls that were crying. There was the girls who were taking Instagram videos. There was little kids laughing and little kids with shocked expressions on their faces. Honestly, it was kind of funny looking up at them. Um, at the moment, I still didn't really believe it was real. So I just kind of laughed at the situation, which was probably the most frightening sight ever to see this broken child on the ground laughing. Um, <laughs> Well, obviously, this gets the attention of the administration, and this is where this gets really interesting. The administration runs out and looks at me and sees me broken on the ground, and their first thought is, we're going to get sued. And so, of course, they think maybe if we take his leg and click it back in like a Lego, everything will be just fine. Uh, well, that's not how legs work, and what followed was probably the worst drum sequence using my bones in the history of the world. Um, it was mostly screams and clacks and, and horrible noises, just things that you'd never, ever want to hear. So now people are terrified. The recordings have stopped, and I think I'm going to die. In fact, I see a light when all of a sudden my guardian angel appears. His name is Gary Diaz. Gary Diaz was uh, a linebacker on our, I believe he was a linebacker on our football team, and he had roughly... The, the shoulder width of a Boeing 747. Just a massive man. Just huge. And he tackles like four administration off of me. I can't remember exactly. It was kind of a heroic moment. I think there was music playing in the background. It was amazing. Uh, and then he gets up and he throws a blanket over me like a dead guy in CSI. And he patches up my leg or stinches it or whatever it's called. It gets it ready for the ambulance. And I'm just laying there under the blanket, now wishing that I was dead, because the pain is very real at this point. And, um, and I know it's real. Uh, the following moments were, um, all I can remember after this, uh, was getting in the ambulance, them giving me oxygen, and the truancy officer jumping in the ambulance with me, um, the, the next story is from my mom's point of view. My mom gets a text from my dad, who's my emergency contact, and all the text says is, Keaton's in the hospital. Get there quick. And my mom, of course, being the worrywart she is, immediately thinks I'm dead. So she <laughs> sprints. I, I don't even think she'd get in the car. I think she just kind of woody woodpeckered it and just 
bolted it uh, into the hospital and uh, found me or found my room, and outside of my room is a police officer. Now, we both know it's a truancy officer, but in her mind, she thinks it's the police officer to tell me, uh, to tell her that I am dead and that <laughs> he was shot in the face or whatever, just the worst things possibly going through her head. And, of course, so she runs into the room, and she sees me all doped up and fine. And she can't see my leg, so she runs over to me and is mad. I just remember her being mad and panicked, obviously, in a motherly way, but I thought it was hilarious. So, but as the pain wore off and so in the medicine, I realized that what I had just gone through was an absolute nightmare, but an absolute adventure. Uh, it was absolutely embarrassing, but it was super exciting. And as bizarre as this sounds, this moment defined my life um, as a series of unfortunate events that have led me to be the man that I am today. And I realized the best stories out there are the stories that make you feel pain, the stories that make you think, feel embarrassed, make you awkward even, just those life-like stories that pull you in and um, and teach you something in the end, whether that's you don't want to break your leg jump roping or some serious, beautiful moral, you know, and um, that's my goal is to share these, these crazy, wild stories uh, that end up changing people's lives. So this is my story, but I'm going to share many stories involving uh, mystery and wonder and uh, excitement. Uh, and these stories are from my heart. Um, I know that not all of us have time to be able to sit down and read a book. And when we do read a book, we are distracted and stressed by so many different things that come into our lives. It's a constant struggle for attention. And frankly, I don't think people have enough time. Um, I don't have enough time to sit down and write my books, uh, not entirely, so I figured one of the ways that I can let my um, uh, outlet my imagination is to share it with you via podcast. I feel like this is the future of, of entertainment. I feel like this is the future of, of literacy and storytelling is, is via podcast. And so this is my goal with you to share these, these wonderful and wild adventures. In fact, I think that's what I'm going to decide, um, going to choose as my title is, uh, wild adventures and stories or wild stories and adventures. And that's what I'd like to, um, to stay true to. And, and frankly, this, this, this whole podcast, um, is of course for you and for the listener, but uh, it is as much for me as for anybody is because frankly, my whole life, I've always been a storyteller and I got to find a way to express myself. And so this is the way that I found was the easiest way to, to live my life and be the, the best version of me and use the talents that God gave me. Um, and so this is, these are my stories and this is my podcast and this is what I'd like to share with you. Now, bear with me because I am a beginner here and uh, obviously there's going to be a lot of kinks and things that I'm going to have to work with. So whenever, you know, I know this is probably going to be embarrassing at times or difficult to understand or hard to follow, um, but 
please bear with me and and try to immerse yourself in the stories that I'm going to share. Um, I promise you that if you are able to uh, immerse yourself in the worlds that I have created, that you will find true entertainment and joy out of them as much as I have. And with that, this is the first installment of my narrative podcast, Wild Stories and Adventures.